0: Chapter 1 I was late that Monday morning because my shoelace broke just as I was leaving for school. Meant I had to use some string. Now, you might think string would be easy to find, but it wasn't. String was something you gave away for the war effort. Besides, my sister had already left for school, and my mother was at her job at the Navy Yard. Those days, me and my family lived in Brooklyn during the war when I was 11. Like I was saying, I was supposed to be going to school. Class 5B, public school number 8. PS8, we called it. The school's real name was the Robert Fulton School, but I never heard no kid call it that. Anyway, by the time I finally got going down Hick Street, I was so late, no kids were there. Just grown-ups wearing big coats and dark hats. Me? I was dressed in my regular school outfit. Bomber jacket, brown corduroy pants, plaid flannel shirt, and a snap-on, glossy red necktie that almost reached my middle. Hanging round my neck was what we called a dog tag. Sort of this tin disc with your name and address stamped on it. All us kids had to wear them. You know, in case the enemy attacked, like at Pearl Harbor, and people wanted to know who your body was. The name on my tag was Howard Bellington Crispers. But the thing was, the only person who ever used my full name was my mom. And see, she only did when she was mad at me. So mostly, people called me Howie. Which worried me, because it wasn't on my tag. I mean, how were they going to identify me if my name wasn't right? By my looks? Back then, I wasn't very tall. But my ears were big. Plus, I had the same old blue eyes and carrot-colored hair. Though Mom was always making me brush that hair down, it never stood flat. And no matter how much I was in front of the bathroom mirror pressing my ears back, they didn't stay flat neither. These days, being 16, I'm taller. But to tell the truth, the hair and the ears, they haven't changed much. The other thing, that morning it felt like it was going to rain which meant my shoes, with the string lace, might get wet. Not so jazzy, because, like everybody, we had ration coupons for only three pairs of shoes a year, for the whole family. The point being, you did what you had to do, because in those days, no matter what happened, you could always say, Hey, don't you know there's a war on? See? It explained anything. So anyway, there I was, going down Hicks Street, carrying my pop's beat-up wooden lunchbox. Inside was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on white tip-top bread, wrapped in paper, plus a graham cracker snack and this dinky bottle of Borden's chocolate milk. My left hand was holding a canvas satchel with my schoolbooks. This Hicks Street was narrow, squeezed tight by three-story brownstone houses with stoops, the neighborhood also had some old wooden houses, plus apartment buildings. My family lived in one of them apartments, a narrow third-floor walk-up with four small rooms. That included the kitchen, complete with a few of your regular Brooklyn cockroaches. Didn't bother me. Everyone had them. Them days, go along Brooklyn streets and you'd see tons of little flags with big blue stars in front windows. The flags were saying your family had someone in the war. Some windows had more than one star. There were gold stars, too. Gold meant your someone had been killed. There was this blue star in our window because my pop was in the Merchant Marine. He sailed in the convoys going across the North Atlantic, bringing war supplies to our troops and allies. That meant we never knew where he was. When he wrote, wasn't often... His letters were censored, which was because, like people said, loose lips sink ships. And let me tell you something, it was true, too. Tons of ships were torpedoed by German subs, wolf packs, they called them, and sailors, gobs of them, drowned. So I worried about Pop, a lot. Oh, sure, I'd see him for a few days every couple of months, but it was always a surprise when he came. He'd be dirty, red-eyed, needing a shave, and you wouldn't believe how tired. Most of his...